All right, I'll call this meeting to order. Uh, roll call, please. Carlson? Here. Priscillas? Here. Parker? Here. Pretorius? Here. Russo? Here. All right, the opening statement. The Board of Adjustment is a quasi-judicial body created by the City of Iowa City according to state statutes. The board's purpose is to decide on applications for variances from the zoning ordinances, appeals of decisions of city officials, and applications for special exceptions requested under the zoning ordinance. The Board of Adjustment is an independent volunteer board made up of Iowa City residents and is not part of the city administration. We are assisted in our work by the city attorney's office and by planning staff. Prior to this meeting, board members received the material submitted by the applicant, the staff reports, reviewing the application, and any correspondence submitted by members of the public. Board members have not discussed the application or its merits with each other, staff, the applicant, or any other member of the public in advance to this meeting. All consideration and discussion by the board takes place in open meeting here tonight, where we also have an opportunity to hear from the public. The board bases its decision on facts and evidence allowed by city code presented in open meeting. Concise and truthful testimony helps us a great deal in our decision making. We ask that if you wish to speak, that you come to the podium Print your name and address on the sign-in sheet and speak clearly into the microphone so your testimony can be heard by all present and by our minute taker as all testimony becomes part of the public record. We ask that the proceedings be orderly and then when you are testifying, you address your remarks to the board. If this hearing becomes lengthy, we may ask the testimony be focused on new facts or in information not already presented. The order of proceedings for each application will be an oral report by staff summarizing the issues of the case and staff's recommendations, an opportunity for the applicant to speak, an opportunity for other interested parties to speak for or against the application, an opportunity for final statements and arguments by the applicant and staff, and the board will discuss the issues and evidence, state its findings, and vote on a motion. Motions are always made in the affirmative. All right. So moving on to special exception item number EXC21-0016. This is an application submitted by Clay Clausen requesting a reduction to the front building setback from Crestview Avenue to construct a carport and widen the driveway at 504 Upland Avenue. All right, the public hearing is open and we will now hear from staff. Thank you. Okay, so this item is uh, EXC 21-0016 uh, for a setback reduction uh, for the property at 504 Upland Avenue. Here you can see an aerial of the property. So there's Upland Avenue, which is to the uh, west, and then there's Crestview Avenue, which is to the north. So this is a corner lot. Uh, the property does face Upland, but the the setback that we're talking about is on the north side uh, from Crestview Avenue. Uh, and pretty much the entire neighborhood is zoned uh, low density single family residential, which is RS5. So as I said, uh, the, the subject property is a single family home on a corner lot. Uh, and Clay Clausen is the applicant who's requesting setback reduction, uh, the purpose of which is to build an attached carport on the north side of the garage, and then also to widen the driveway as well. So the, the proposed project would increase the parking that's on the site uh, from a, a single parking spot in the garage and a single uh, lane in the driveway to an additional spot in the carport, an additional spot on the widened driveway. Uh, so from two to four. Uh, and because it is a corner lot, uh, the, the subject property has to comply with minimum setbacks on both, the, on both street sides, essentially. So that's both to the west and to the north. 
Uh, it does get somewhat more complicated uh, with this project, which is why the application is before you today, because generally uh, attached accessory units, which this would be because the garage is partially attached to the building, have to deal with the front setback, uh, which is typically 15 feet in the RS5 zone. However, uh, if there are enough properties uh, on a street that are set back more than five feet from that property line, then that setback uh, also gets set back further from the property line. So in this case, uh, properties, more than half of the properties on uh, Crestview Avenue are five foot further back. They're about 30 feet. And so it's actually the, the minimum property or the closest property becomes the new setback standard. Uh, so as a result, that Crestview setback is 30 feet, whereas the, the one to the west uh, on Upland Avenue is 15 feet. So the proposed exception would reduce uh, the Crestview Avenue setback from 30 feet to 20 feet. So still more than, than the, the typical minimum, uh, but that would allow the project to proceed as proposed. So I get that that gets a little confusing, but, but that's why we're here, uh, even though the minimum setback is often 15 feet. So you can see a couple pictures of the property. Uh, the one in the upper right uh, is just the front uh, of the house looking east. Uh, the bottom left is, you can see the garage, it's still looking east towards the house. So you can see it's a small house with a single stall garage. And then this is looking at to the northeast and to the southeast. So the upper right uh, is looking southeast at the house where you can see that garage again, and you can see that it's set back about 30 feet from, the, from that street. Uh, and then that bottom left is showing the angle looking northeast from the front of the property. So again, you can see uh, that 30 foot setback that currently exists. Uh, I would also point out uh, that you can see that there is some screening uh, in the back between this property and the project property to the east. I don't really talk about that in my staff report, uh, but, but there is also a substantial tree coverage between the two. Here is the site plan for the, the proposed project. So note that the left side is, the, is looking north, so it is rotated, uh, but you can see how uh, the carport would be attached to the north side of the garage. Uh, and that's also where you'd see the widened driveway. And you can also see that it's still set back 23 feet from that north property line. Uh, on Crestview uh, Drive. And then they also, uh, the applicant also provided elevations. So you can see the carport being attached to the garage, what that looks like, uh, and some, some dimensions for that as well. So tonight, the role of the Board of Adjustment uh, is to either approve, approve with conditions, or deny the application based on the facts presented. Uh, and to approve the special exception, the board must find that it meets all applicable approval criteria, which includes specific standards uh, pertaining to that setback reduction, and then general standards that apply to all special exceptions. So first we'll talk about the, the specific standards related to setbacks, uh, which are found at 144C3B4B. So for this, there are five standards. Uh, the first is that the situation is peculiar, peculiar to the property in question. So as I stated, the subject property is a corner lot, has to comply with minimum front setbacks on Crestview uh, to the north and then Upland Avenue to the west. Uh, and more than 50% of the development lots on Crestview Avenue are set back at least five feet further uh, from the street than is required. So in this case, the closest building becomes the new minimum front setback, which is known as setback averaging. 
uh, which increases the north front setback to 30 feet instead of that standard 15 feet. Uh, other nearby corner lots are also subject to this setback averaging provision, but it kind of depends on where the properties were built at any given time and when they were built uh, as far as what zoning standards applied. So those other properties have setbacks, setback averaging ranging from about 21 feet to about 28 feet. So they are further back than that 15 feet, uh, but they're not quite at that 30 foot threshold that this property is. Second, uh, there is practical difficulty complying with the setback requirements. So uh, the applicant did sit down with staff to discuss different ways that, that parking could be provided for the subject property that would increase the amount of parking available. Uh, one was that parking could be added by rotating the garage that access is provided to the north. So instead of having the existing access point, you'd have to remove that existing driveway on Upland. You would extend the garage into the rear yard. Uh, you would build a new driveway facing the north uh, and uh, it could comply with the setbacks if you did that. Um, alternatively, you could provide parking on the south side of the house uh, if you built another garage down there and had another driveway down there. Uh, but that also requires removing trees and there's some other complications such as if you're removing both parking spaces down there, uh, then you would infringe on that setback. And so there are a couple other complications there. Uh, so based on those conversations and those alternatives that were explored, staff does believe that uh, expanding the existing driveway and the atta attaching a carport is a more practical option than these two alternatives that were uh, explored. So staff believes that this standard is met. Third, that the exception will not be contrary to the purpose of the setback regulations. So with the property as, or with the, uh, the project as proposed, the carport would still be 23 feet from that north property line, which is again, greater than that minimum typical standard is 15 feet. It also meets the side setback of five feet. Uh, and because the proposed reduction is uh, still greater than that typical standard, a uh, staff does believe that it meets uh, the purpose of the setback regulations, which are to maintain light, air separation for fire protection and access for firefighting. Uh, it provides opportunities for privacy between dwellings. It promotes a reasonable physical relationship between buildings and residences. And then it also provides flexibility to site a building so that is compatible with buildings in the vicinity. Uh, in addition, staff does believe that the proposed reduction generally reflects the neighborhood uh, and, and other nearby properties uh, that have uh, front setbacks less than 23 feet. So staff believes that this criteria is met. And then uh, the fourth criteria is any potential negative. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know why that happened. Uh, potential negative effects resulting from the front setback are mitigated to the extent practical. Uh, again, it's greater than the minimum typical required. So staff doesn't anticipate any negative effects and believes that this criteria is met. And then fifth, uh, the accessory use building or structure will be no located no closer uh, than three feet to the side or rear property line, uh, unless some exceptions, and it will be five feet from that property line. Uh, so staff believes that this criteria is met as well which takes us to the seven general standards found at 144B3. So the first is that it won't be detrimental to or endanger public health, safety, comfort, or welfare. Uh, obviously the project is adding a car park to a garage, so it will remain a single family detached use. Uh, it will increase the potential occupancy based on the zoning code uh, from a potential of three to a potential of five adult occupants. 
uh, but it is, it's still the same use. Uh, similarly, vehicular access will not change uh, and visibility won't be affected by the proposed parkport either uh, at the corner of Upland and Crestview Avenue, which was a concern that we had. Uh, we had someone call in and discuss it. I'll talk about it a little bit later, um, but they did not submit written comment. Second, uh, that the exception won't uh, injure the use or enjoyment of property in the immediate vicinity or affect property values. Uh, and the applicant has proposed painting the support posts and braces to match the house siding. Uh, similarly, it will cover some of the roof, but they've also indicated that they would try to match the roof as well. Uh, and nearby properties have a variety of different parking situations, including garages, carports, and parking pads. Uh, so staff believe that it will not affect uh, or diminish negative surrounding properties. Next is that it won't affect normal and orderly developments of surrounding property. Uh, this is a fully developed residential neighborhood uh, and the carport would still meet the side setback and be no closer than 23 feet from the north property line. So staff believe that this criteria is met. Fourth, that there's adequate utility, access roads, drainage or necessary facilities. So again, subject property is already developed. Um, the final plat doesn't show underground utilities beneath the proposed project uh, and otherwise utilities, access roads and drainage is already established for the neighborhood uh, and otherwise uh, compliance with other city standards will be confirmed during the building permit review. So staff believes that this criteria is met. Fifth, uh, that it will not, uh, that it will provide ingress or egress that minimizes traffic congestion on public streets. So there aren't any changes being proposed to driveway access, the sidewalk or to the streets. It would provide additional off-street parking spaces, but anticipated traffic would still be similar to other single family uses uh, in the city. And so staff doesn't believe that it would really affect ingress or egress in any great manner. Sixth, that it will uh, in all other respects conform to the applicable standards or regulations that apply. Uh, based on staff's review during this special exception, uh, it appears that the proposed carport and driveway meets all other accessory use standards, uh, which include dimensional and site single family site development standards. That includes the location of the driveway, maximum building coverage, setback requirements, et cetera. Uh, but staff will also confirm compliance uh, during building perm permit review, but staff believes that this standard is met. And then finally, that the proposed exception is consistent with the comprehensive plan. Uh, the, the comprehensive plan shows this subject property uh, as residential uses with two to eight dwelling units per acre. Uh, it's shown as low and medium density single family and duplex uses in the Southeast District plan. Uh, and both of these plans do support improving and maintaining the housing stock in existing neighborhoods. Uh, and the current land use of the property won't change because of the exception. Uh, and the current property use is consistent with those plans. So staff believes that this criteria has been met. So staff, uh, with regards to public input, staff did receive a couple inquiries, uh, mostly phone calls that we fielded. Uh, we had no formal written comments. The only real concern that came up was that site triangle and, and this uh, proposed exception would still maintain site triangles as required by the city. So staff doesn't anticipate any issues with that as I discussed previously in my staff report. And as a result, staff recommends approval of EXC 21-0016 to reduce the required front setback along Crestview Avenue to 20 feet for the property at 504 Upland Avenue. 
And that concludes staff's presentation, unless you have any additional questions for me. Thanks, Kurt. Board, do you have any questions for staff at this time? Could he have uh, just uh, put in a pad instead of putting the uh, thing on the garage? Could he just have poured a cement pad for parking there? So per the code, you cannot have a cement pad that doesn't lead to a garage. If it's more, I think it, you can do it maybe for one space and more spaces you can't. So you would need either a carport or a garage for an additional uh, extended concrete pad like that. Could he have widened the driveway? Unless it led to a garage space, it, he could not encount it as a parking space. Okay. Thank you. All right, no other questions at this time. Uh, would the applicant like to speak now? Yes. Sign your name and state who in. you are. I signed in a little earlier. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I appreciate you coming here tonight and, and considering uh, the application for special exception. Uh, I'm Clay Clausen. Uh, the property is owned jointly by my wife and my daughter. And uh, I am a realtor in town. This property was bought by my daughter just prior before I was licensed to sell real estate. It's been a project over the years. It was built in the 50s and there were some substandard issues with it. Uh, we've had the basement was reinforced. Uh, egress window was installed, a beaver system, new heating and air conditioning, all new windows. Uh, it's, it's more of a resurrection than a remodeling. And the purpose of that is I do intend to sell the property uh, I did not want it to be a rundown rental. Uh, this, this place has a lot of heart. Uh, I've done a lot of work on the property myself over the years. I've maintained, I do the lawn mowing, I do the snow removal. Two of my grandchildren were born while they lived there. Uh, it's within a, about a five minute walk from my house. I love the neighborhood. It's a great location. And one of the, the big shortcomings was a lack of off street parking was a big issue when my daughter lived there. They always had to park on the street and uh, uh, that was just, a, and there was a, used, the bus used to run right down Upland. That route has been, uh, has been eliminated now, but still it was an issue with the bus driving down the street and just side traffic down Crestview. And this is set back far enough that it really does not infringe on the uh, view of the intersection when you're coming down Crestview. Uh, and I must express my deep appreciation for Kirk's help. He's walked me through the entire process. And I hit a lot of bumps in the road and he's, he's, he's helped me navigate those. And uh, if you have any questions of me, feel free to ask away. Who lives in the home right now? It's vacant. And the reason for this upgrade is simply to make it more saleable? I'm a realtor and the covered parking. The question was if a part, if a pad would, would be okay, just to have a pad. And I didn't really want to just, I wanted at least two covered parking spots, uh, significant off street parking for at least four vehicles. And, uh, again, we added another, uh, bedroom and it's now it was a three bedroom, one bath house with a dysfunctional basement. It will, uh, it will be fully 
restored on upper on the main level and the lower level. Uh, there'll be four bedrooms and two baths, and uh, it's, it's got a great yard space there. Um, there's this fenced backyard, side yard. The neighbors uh, that uh, they go by. It, it, this has been. I put all new windows in last summer in the summer of 2020, and that was hugely energy efficient. And now this is the finishing of the project. It's I filed a permit and uh, all new electrical, heating and air conditioning. I mean, it's it's we didn't strip it down to the studs, but uh, we're putting all new walls and insulation in the basement. Uh, it's going to be a nice house. I, I would I would be willing to live there. So you're not planning any further additions to the home. You're just remodeling the interior. Yes. And as I mentioned, it's more of a resurrection than a remodeling. Yeah. It'll be everything will be up to standard. Uh, all new, all new wiring. We're not just reusing the old wiring. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Any other board members have questions for Clay? All right. Thank you. I appreciate your consideration. Absolutely. Normally ask if there's anybody who wished to speak in favor or against, but there's nobody else here tonight from the public. Uh, any final questions or comments uh, for staff before we close the public hearing? And if there's no motion for deferment. All right. <clears throat> The public hearing is now closed. Uh, so we want, somebody wants to open discussion now or we can actually, uh, somebody wants to make a motion to approve the special exception and we can have discussion for that. I move uh, the approval of EXC 21-0016, application submitted by Clay Clausen requesting a reduction to the front building setback from Crestview Avenue to construct a carport and widen the driveway at 504 Upland Avenue. I'd like to second that. <laughs> Sorry, I beat you. I had to try it out. <laughs> extra power. <Yeah. laughs> you beat me to my... Uh... My announcements for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, discussion. Does anybody feel like they want to comment on this before we present the findings of fact? I think he's he's really put thought into this, and uh, you know, I think it will be an improvement for the neighborhood. It will not harm the neighborhood. I like the idea of the added parking because he says vehicles off the street, minimizing obstructions for trash pickup, leaf collections, street sweeping, and snow removal. As someone who lives in an older section of town, those are all things that you end up dealing with. And so to have fewer cars on the street would really benefit not only the city employees who attempt to do these things, but the people who live in the neighborhood. And so I, I thank you for, uh, being concerned about those things. Good point, Nancy, snow removal on the streets. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds like everything was sussed out with the city pretty well as far as the alternatives and agreed it doesn't sound like any of those made any sense whatsoever. So I think this is a good, um, good option. 
If someone is interested in making the findings effect, Uh, regarding item EXC 21-0016, I concur with the findings set forth in the staff report of December 8, 2021, and conclude that the general and specific criteria are satisfied. Unless amended or opposed by another board member, I recommend that the board adopt the findings in the staff report for the approval of this proposal. All right. Uh, roll call, please. Rochellis? Yes. Parker? Yes. Pretorius? Yes. Russo? Yes. Carlson? Yes. This motion is declared approved. Any person desiring to appeal this decision to a court of record may do so within 30 days after the decision is filed with the city clerk's office. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll come in for just this. So, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, item number four on the agenda, consideration of the meeting minutes from October 13th, 2021. Anybody's had a chance to review that? Make a motion to approve the minutes. I move that we approve the minutes as written. Thank you, Mark. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All those opposed? All right. And then did you have an announcement? Yeah, I had a couple. Yes. Not too many, but uh, obviously the amendments to the bylaws have been approved by council, so those are in effect. Uh, if you do need a fresh copy of those, I think I emailed it out, but let me know if you want a hard copy or a fresh copy. Uh, other than that, uh, Mark has been appointed for a full term now, officially starting January 1st. Congratulations. So he's on for five more years. <laughs> full term sounds scary. You gotta serve the full term too. <laughs> There's no parole. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, finally, I'm not sure if we'll have a January meeting yet. Uh, the, the application deadline is this Friday, so we haven't received anything yet. I haven't, I'm not familiar with any inquiries right now. Um, so I'm assuming we won't have one, but keep it on your calendars and I'll let you know uh, on Friday once we actually get to that deadline. So we might be, might have January off as well. Does that mean we can go skiing or something? <laughs> sure. <laughs> here, here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all that I got for you. So excellent. Um, unless anybody else wants to mention anything, uh, this I make can do I need a motion again? Just or just adjourn it. Um, somebody want to make a motion to adjourn? Move to adjourn. And I second that. <laughs> so this meeting is adjourned. Thank you. <laughs>